0: Well then, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there. How are you? And welcome to another edition of the Mister Warren Hayes Show. I am the titular character of this uh, endeavor, Mister Warren Hayes. And uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I want to welcome you all. <laughs> I don't know why I had a blank there, I had a bit of a blank spot. You know, I got ready a little, a little, a little last minute, to be perfectly honest. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure I'm entirely up to par. I know the Warren board is a little lame tonight. You know, I can take suggestions from the chat if you want me to uh, to to brighten up the Warren board here. I wasn't quite sure what to do. I had to get it done quickly. Uh, I I've, This is the second evening in a row that my internet connection is a little weird before getting online here because, you know, I, in case you're wondering why I'm talking about all of this, well, I record these live. These post-shows, because we're doing these SmackDown Live post-show, by the way, uh, March 12, 2019. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's the thing. It, uh, it's the, um, we, um, so that's the thing, is that um, uh, I, 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 I. we record these. When I say we, I mean I. I record these uh, live on YouTube.com slash hayes. There's, you know, a bunch of people who come over here every Monday, every Tuesday when I do these live and join me in the chat right here, such as Anthony from Smart to Death who is here right now, Blaine, a couple of stalwarts here. You want to talk about stalwarts, we got Robert Larry, we've got J. King, Joe Anthony, uh, we got Jamie Tannock as well, Whole uh, uh, a, a slew of fantastic folks here in the chat, here to hang out. And I'm mentioning this out loud, you know, because uh, because maybe you're watching this on demand whenever you like. That's the beauty of 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 YouTube. You know, you can come for the live show or you can come for the not live show as well. So that's uh, so that's fantastic. You know, we could uh, you, you can you can pick whichever way you wish to consume. <laughs> Warren Hayes, mm. and. Uh, and you can also do it on podcast applications as well. The audio is available uh, shortly hereafter over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, etc., etc., etc. You just look for The Mr. Warren Hayes Show and you will find it there. Oh, God, Chad is... <laughs> we're like, what? How long are we in? We're like two minutes in. And chat three minutes, and Chad is already talking about my nipples. It's going to be one of... It's going to be one of those evenings, folks. Good day. Um, So tomorrow uh, being Wednesday, if we're talking about what your boy Warren is up to over the next couple of days, don't forget Wednesdays I do my 205 Live NXT NXT UK recap show over on Fightful Select. The premium. That should actually be the jingle. Fightful Select. (laughs) 205 Live NXT, NXT NXT UK recap show. Over there, uh, Fightful selects with uh, select, which is the premium service of Fightful.com, combat sports news website, which I'm sure you have all heard of, read religiously every day. And the uh, I do uh, stuff over there on the uh, on the uh, premium service. I also do retro reviews, pay per view retro reviews with uh, Sean Ross Sap. Sean does a whole bunch of stuff there too. You have Steven Jensen, fantastic guy. He has his own podcast there called The Weekender, where he covers non WWE events and news it's a fantastic fantastic show uh so you should check that out you should actually become a member that's what you should do uh, the subscriber base of fightful select has like doubled within something like 45 to 60 days something like that since the beginning of the year it's doubled that's that's crazy it's a testament to uh all the efforts that uh that's being put into it, the quality of the content that's there, go check it out. Fightful and you'll get to see me do my live 205 Live Ending Standings to UK recap show, which I do live just like this, with people coming in, chit-chatting, enjoying stuff. Um <laughs> sorry, chat is uh chat is combining two of its favorite uh favorite topics: breakfast cereal and and my nipples, it's coming together. There's a there's a certain full circle uh, aspect of everything that's going on right now. So um so there we go. So there we go. Uh, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Thursday. If you join us on the uh, Smart to Death YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com/slash Smart to Death. Uh we will uh, we will be doing our third episode of the uh of our uh, well actually Anthony will be doing the third episode of uh the uh, Smart to Death New Japan Bracketology special where we we go through the brackets uh of um uh, of the New Japan Cup. Uh when I say we, I mean Anthony being the host along with myself and JPQ Big Pause on a Pup over from the uh uh no particular angle podcast. And we 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 started doing uh, we we did our predictions for the uh, for the entire tournament last week. That's up on the Smart to Death YouTube channel, and then we did another broadcast last night before Raw, sort of to update our picks based on the uh, the actual results. So now there's going to be two more days of uh, of action for the New Japan Cup. So then we'll be back on Thursday to do another update. For I think it'll be the finals and semifinals. I'm not quite sure. I I get lost in tournament brackets, it's it's complicated. So um so there we go. So the uh, so be sure to join us. I think we're gonna start at 9 p.m. Eastern on the smart to death channel. So youtube.com slash smart to death. And if you're not following the guys on, on on YouTube, well you should. You totally should. Mm-hmm and um and don't forget as well if you haven't listened i was uh, a part once again a member of the panel of the division podcast over on fightful.com fightful's women's wrestling podcast hosted by your girl kristen ashley uh and i was uh a, 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 I was invited once again to be a panel member and we were, uh, we uh, was also there with Harmony Cox. It was fantastic. We had a great time, great show, great podcast, great people, great wrestlers, great website, great people. I said that already. So there we go. But go check it out uh, over on Fightful.com or on the uh, Fightful. Uh, it, it, you can also find it on on podcast applications or on YouTube.com slash, what is it? Just Fightful? Is it just Fightful? YouTube.com slash Fightful, I think. So there you go. So that's what uh, that's what I'm up to. That's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you guys are doing. But I want to I want to have a, some fun here. Are we uh, I'm just looking through the uh, trying to sift through the the chat here and all the throughout the nipple discussion. Uh, let me see here. We're talking about my hair as well. Okay. Um, I guess not many suggestions, uh, as to what I could put on the Warren board. I was kind of hoping that some people in the chat would have, uh, that some people in the chat would have, uh, some ideas for me. Apparently not. Pretend that's me sipping tea, chat. (laughs) All right, let's get this. Uh, let's get this started. Let's get this going. The uh, the show opened tonight. SmackDown live started with Shane McMahon, who came to the ring and was not his usual dancey, bouncy self. Why do you ask? Well, because he turned heel on Sunday when he attacked. Um, Uh, when he attacked uh, um, Miz and Miz's dad. So he comes to the ring and he has the cup in the ring. We hadn't seen the cup in a while. The cup of the best wrestler in the world, winner of the best wrestler in the world cup. He had it there. We hadn't seen it in a while. And he asked the ring announcer to come back into the ring and to introduce him as the best in the world. And the announcer obliges because, after all, you know he's the boss or at least one of the bosses. I don't understand the chain of command in kayfabe. Like I don't. Like is Triple H like is Triple H like is he like Shane's boss? Like I understand Vince is the is the big guy, but like when you when you when you start going down between Shane, Steph, and 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 Trips, like who's What's the chain of command there? Anyway, so he asks. He asks the um, uh, the the uh, commentator, not the commentator, the uh, the ring announcer. What am I talking about? It says, say uh, to announce him, and he does. The uh, ring announcer does. Then he grabs him by the face, and he's like, "Say it like you mean it." And he does it again with a little more inflection, you know, and more like a announce-y type. And then Shane walks over, there, ah, pretty good, pretty good. And he grabs his face again. And it's like, now say it with conviction. And he says it, I guess, with conviction, or at least, you know, he stretches it out a little more. And then the the question that was on everyone's mind, why, Shane, why did you do it, Shane? Well, Shane is just sick of all the people who have ever been in his life, not just all of you people. Mm-hmm. But the superstars in the back, the thousands of WWE employees trying to mooch off them. Shane, how can I get How can I get ahead in, in, in the WWE? Uh, how do I get a promotion? How do I get stock options? Shane, you guys, WWE Universe, you don't realize the amount of work Shane puts in backstage. That all ended Sunday. It was always about what I do for others. And I would brought that to an end on Sunday when I beat the Miz in his hometown and I beat, beat his his dad in his baked potato face, is what he called it. <laughs> um, and he said he's the best in the world because he was born that way, not because he won a stupid trophy. Uh, basically saying, you know, because he's a McMahon. And, uh, and he says, Miz, listen up. You know, I, I took a... I enjoyed beating you up. I really did. And it's going to continue... And this is not a request because you work for me. I'm going to continue beating your ass at WrestleMania. So ladies and gentlemen, it's confirmed. The former besties are going to go at it at WrestleMania. What do you think? What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> um so that so that was our first opening show. Yeah, fine little segment, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I much preferred Shane McMahon's heel beatdown to his first heel promo. I'm gonna tell you that much. Uh let me see here. What are we talking about in the chat? Um, uh, did you any suggestions? Any suggestions? Rhonda, oh, okay, Kristen said Rhonda's a little weirdo. I like that. Let me get the uh, get the red pen. I like that, and oh, and Blaine says the chat is awesome. I think I'll put both. We're gonna, we're gonna add in both here. Apologies to those of you who, uh, uh, Ronda, a little weirdo. There we go. we put a a rectangle around it apologies to those of you who aren't watching this on YouTube. This may sound like a bit of dead air but there's lots of action going on right now.'m I'm, I'm writing stuff on the board and what was the other one the chat is awesome and that is true. the chat is awesome and me and I'm even gonna put like flames coming out of it because it's like it's such a such a fire comment. This one is like it's nice and and snug and it's square. This one is the Blaze. It's like a wow, passion. <laughs> Thank you chat. All right. Um so yeah, so the Shane Shane promo just fine. It was okay. Now, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Alistair Black and Ricochet and the Hardys versus The Bar and Rusev and Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, For those, you know, you know when you think about how WWE is so enamored, you know, with like, or actually doesn't like last names, you know, like Rusev used to be Alexander Rusev, and then they like sliced it, and then Andrade San Almas and now it's just Andrade, right? Why, why haven't they? Why? It, it's a surprise. I'm I'm surprised that they haven't slashed Shin- Shinsuke Nakamura yet. Just called him like Nakamura. I'm really I'm honestly still quite surprised about that. Chad, if you're surprised about that, type. Uh, type U in the chat. If you're surprised that Jin's case, So Type U. N- not Y-O-U, just the letter U. Or you could do Y-O-U as well. Spell it whatever way you like. Go nuts with your... Uh, go nuts with the Bonics. Just go crazy. Um... Alright, so... And, and here's another thing isn't it interesting that the heels in this match are all not n- non-native to North America right Cesaro's from Switzerland James from Ireland Rusev's from Bulgaria Nakamura's from Japan isn't that interesting <laughs> It's not that not that the other side was only we' only Americans I mean there is one gentleman from Amsterdam but it's still interesting all right so Uh, Shinsuke and, uh, Alistair started off and man, you know, I, I, I still get, I still get shivers looking at these two strikers in the ring at the same time and like, you know, um, I mean, I just want them to, to go at it for like 20 minutes and who doesn't really? Let's be let's be completely honest with, with each other. And that little sequence that they had there was like, "Ooh, yeah, come on!" And you could tell Shinsuke was into it. Ah, teases, bunch of teases. WWE. Black finally leg sweeps Shinsuke down. He whips him into the uh, to the ropes. Gets him with the knee to the next midsection. Meanwhile, Ricochet was tagged in. Hits the standing moonsault. Covers Shinsuke, but only gets two. Um, next come in, next come, uh, Mattitude, Matt Hardy, and, uh, and Seamus. Hardy hits an elbow off the, uh, second turnbuckle. Jeff then comes in, combina- they do their combination, double, uh, double leg mix at midsection. Uh, drop, double leg drop mids to the midsection by Jeff and, uh, the diving leg by Matt. Uh, Jeff, uh, covers, but only gets two, but Seamus takes Jeff down with the clothesline, and Cesaro uh, comes in, mocks the Hardys, and hits a leg leg drop, covers Jeff only for two, and Jeff, Hardy is your babyface in peril for the remainder of this match. Rusev then comes in, strikes uh, Hardy into the corner, and the heels all take turns working on Jeff while the ref is distracted. Rusev remains in control, but eventually, of course, of course, the babyfaces are gonna make their big comeback, and that is courtesy of Ricochet, who hits... uh, Head scissors followed by uh, does this hit says head scissors uh, followed by uh, the uh, drop kick on Rusev goes up top and uh, but uh, Ricochet gets smacked off the top rope. We get back from commercial and Ricochet is fighting Sheamus off. Cesaro runs in to knock off Black to knock Black off the apron, but Ricochet it still manages to get the hot tag to Mattitude Hardy, who's still doing the delete chant. I am so confused. I am so torn and confused. Um, Cesaro runs in to knock off Black, but Ricochet gets the hot tag. Uh, that, I just said that. Hardy, uh, Matt. <laughs> Matt is a house on fire. He headbutts Cesaro uh, on the uh, on the turnbuckles. You know, doing the delete, delete, delete stuff. Uh, Hardy's hit uh, Poetry in Motion. There's a side effect. Matt. This is a nice little sequence here. I got I'm a sucker for these kind of little sequences here. Matt. Hardy he eats a bro kick by Sheamus. Sheamus eats a pump knee by Aleister Black. Black eats a side kick by Rusev. Or was it a heel kick? No, it was more like a side kick. Um, but, but anyway, he eats that by by Rusev. Uh, Rusev eats a missile drop kick by Ricochet. Ricochet eats a eats a kick from Shinsuke Nakamura. And Nakamura eats a twist of fate by Jeff Hardy. Um, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, Cesaro then tries to cover Jeff Hardy for two, but Cesaro instead eats a twist of fate of his own. Jeff goes up top for the swanton, gets, hits it on Cesaro, but the pin is broken up, and it turns into a schmoz. Everyone schmoz's. Everyone's beating on each other, fighting each other. And, uh, the crowd goes nuts because the New Day along with Kofi Kingston, hit the ring. They clear out the heels in dominant fashion. The New Day are in no mood for chicanery or shenanigans tonight. They are pissed. They're intense. Frustrated. The frustrated day. Don't ever let me say that again. That well, was a fun little match. It was you know uh, you can tell that they are setting something up for WrestleMania. <laughs> I could say uh, can't say with conviction what it is, but the Usos did cut a promo after. Um, I like I, I I as far as the tag teams go on both Raw and SmackDown, I'm just I just go with the flow on this one. I am not sure. What they're doing, uh, I am not sure what they're doing here, but you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Let's check out what chat uh, is talking about. Joe Anthony, Joe Anthony wants me to add, go nuts with the Bonics on the board. Okay, uh, let's pull out. I'll get the green one. All right, so I I might have to I might have to, uh, I might have to uh, um, Impede on what's already on the board go nuts with Is this even coming it's not coming out really well is it but that's okay. It's it's the thought that counts guys and gals (laughs) Ebonics. There we go There we go now the warren board is alive tonight Not just like that sad that sad blank space it was at the beginning of the evening. Um, there we go. Oh, we have Oddball and Shane Haas or Haas, were in the chat, Shane ha- Haas says the League of Nations lol. Um Oddball says, "Remember when Test Christian and Lance were Storm were the un-Americans?" Yes, I do. I think I, I heard. Who was talking about it recently? Was it Christian himself? Oh, no, it was on a Pritchard podcast where... It was on the Christian show. Where Christian at first really wasn't sure that he wanted to do that. Like, none of the guys were really comfortable with it because, like, most of them were, like, living in Florida and stuff. And they were like, no, we don't want to be an American. Like, we live here. You know. Um... Blaine says we deserve a singles match between Tommy End and Shinsuke Nakamura. God damn right we do. Ugh. Ugh. Can you believe that? Um, There we go. And, uh... Oh, okay. I was just wondering... Because Joe Anthony was saying that he was unemployed again, but then I realized that it's just Kristen hiring and firing him from Diva Dirt again. So visit uh, diva-dirt.com, by the way. Um, all right. Next, we have Randy Orton, who came to the ring. And he says he needs to get something... He 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 needs to get something off his chest. He says, is this the house... Is this indeed the house that... AJ Styles built, because in 2002, while he was wrestling for ten bucks a night in front of twelve people, I was here making my in-ring debut, which which is true. But I, I like I don't know if it, you know, if AJ was actually wrestling for ten bucks, or if it was more like a handshake and a hot dog kind of situation. If you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and he says in two, Orton continues, in 2004, while he was shaking hands in the bingo halls, I, I, I was becoming the youngest WWE champion of all time. In 2005, and this, this line of the night, it's right up there with, uh, yesterday with, uh, Triple H call, calling, uh, Batista's security de- de- detail, the guardians of the indies, of the independence. In 2005, while AJ was in Florida getting a tan with Dixie Carter, Jesus Christ, I was here facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania. In 2006, six, seven, etc., I was here and I was a champion. This is the house. This house was built before AJ... Styles ever built it And that of course Brings AJ Styles out Um, So Styles hits the ring and he says you know And he has a microphone in his own And he says you know for someone who talks down the indies You sure followed my career pretty closely And, I, and I'm kind of honored About that Um, You know I did come from the indies And I'm proud of it too Guys like you were built for WWE, but guys like you could not have made it in my world. And I'm like, Ooh. all right, all right. And he says, you couldn't make it because of stuff like this and then he mocks the the crooked the crooked pose that he does, you know the, this thing do you, do you like do you like my is this how my arms go? everyone look at my arms are my arms okay? <laughs> um, and he says like this um, or um, because of this or or because of a of a, a, a of a second rate diamond cutter I think is what he called it mm, mm. He says you and my indie pals didn't rip um, uh, and then Orton says oh well, well you and your indie pals sure didn't rip off anything from us. You know, and then he he does the the two sweet sign to a large uh, ova- uh, a reaction of ooh he went there. We're talking to, we're talking about the Bullet Club. Oh, oh edgy, edgy, edgy. <laughs> and AJ moves on to remind him that you know if you look around backstage right now, you're surrounded by guys who've made it in the who've made it from the indies. They didn't go to their father to give them a job. Orton runs down his accomplishments then. Uh, He says, You know, nobody ever helped me get to where I am. But Style's like, You remember? He starts running down all the stables that he's been in, right? Uh, Legacy, evolution, uh, his thing with uh, Edge, so on. He says, You know, it sounds like you've had a lot of babysitters, Randy. He says, That's why I got the jump on you at Fastlane because there was no one looking out for you. And Randy Orton says, you know, this is still my house. And as long as you rent out a uh, a room, as long as you're here, you're renting out a room at my house. And rents do you, son of a bitch. I guess, I guess bitch is back in the vernacular of WWE. It, I think it's probably, probably tolerated now. I'm hearing it a lot. Um, and he says, make sure you make the checkout to the uh, three most dangerous letters in all of WWE, RKO. And then AJ says, you want your rent, landlord? (laughs) Come and take it. And he points to the Warren board. (laughs) He points to the WrestleMania sign. Oh, we're getting AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. This, I thought... Both of these guys delivered fantastic promos. It was a, it was a nice, honest um, like Randy's promo is we know this. it's an extension of what he really feels, you know So it felt very natural and flowing and quite honestly, I don't know why, uh, well, not that I don't know, but I think this is, without a doubt, the best promo work AJ has done in months. He has had such a time with his promos. They were being so, they had become so drab, very, so beige. Not that there's anything wrong with beige, you know, but. Oh man, I mean, that was, That was something. That was fantastic. I really like this. And I know a lot of people will be like mm, AJ's not really indies anymore, He's, you know, they should have done this like 3 years ago when he, when he when he first came up, you know. It's like AJ hasn't been indies in years. You know. I mean, for better or for worse, Impact, you can't really consider it it, it had the um, Impact TNA was backed by a major corporation. There was a lot of money in there. So you can't really say that it was an indie. New Japan is not an independent promotion. You know, AJ hasn't been indie in years. I get what they're saying. You know, it's like non-WWE guy, you know, who didn't a guy who didn't come in through the WWE system against a stalwart of the WWE system. And I find it's interesting that they're really positioning, um, or at least I feel like they're positioning Randy Orton as the heel in this. You know, the WWE guy being the heel is kind of weird, right? But I may be reading too much into it. I mean, ah, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It didn't really feel like a heel promo. It's more like two guys just want to beat the shit out of each other. I'm fine with that. Maybe I'm reading. I'm reading too much into the heel thing with randy orton all right guys i think what threw me off what threw me off into into this the this line of thinking is because he was called out by vince mcmahon at the very end like he came to join like vince mcmahon's anti kofi forces which is a heel thing i don't know um My second monitor just, like, blinked in and out of existence for a second here, but we're okay. Um, Joe Anthony wants me to add my pose to the board. Okay. Uh, Maybe we'll just erase the live here a little bit. Um, But anyway, I I thought these were really good promos. I really, really thought these were excellent, excellent promos. I'm I am do not know what kind of WrestleMania match this can this can turn into because you know Randy's a safe worker and you know um what's his name uh, AJ you know he's he's not as crazy as he used to be you know but um uh, you know he can he can still he can still go right Something like this. Is that kind of like what the... That's kind of how the... the That's kind of how the po- the pose is, right? The Randy Orton pose. That's kind of what it looks like. Uh... There we go. Joe Anthony also dares to say that Orton does a better diamond cutter than Di- Diamond Dallas Page. I'm ready to fight you. Any time, any place on that, Joe Anthony. Kristen Ashley says, I don't get why mentioning Dixie Carter is a big deal. I mean, designing women was the shit. <laughs> uh, and no, Shane was not better than Golden Girls. There isn't much, isn't much better. It doesn't get much better than Golden Girls, let's be frank. Let's be honest here. Um, and oh, Jamie's calling for plastic face dope on the board. <laughs> I'm running out of room, but uh, I'll put it right under my smart to death sticker here. That may or may not, that may or may not be a symbol. Uh, that may or may not be trying to tell something, say something here. Plastic face uh, what is it again? Dope. Yeah, plastic face dope. God, plastic face dope. Nope. There we go. I I feel bad if you're watching if you're listening to this on audio, folks. There's a lot of there's a lot to love on the YouTube channel tonight. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, um. Next we get a match. We get a match. We get Oscar who is uh going up against Sonya Deville. Sonya who wants to um avenge what happened to uh who wants to avenge what happened to Mandy last week, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, so so there's, you know, uh, I, and, you know, I'm excited for this. I, you know, I, I I think I said this last night when I was just talking quickly about Fastlane. I, I'm a slowly, i slowly, I, like I'm this close to being uh, explicitly referred to as a Sonya stan. She's fantastic. I love her so much. We get some grappling to start. Um, nice, quick grappling to start. A little flashes of brilliance here uh, that ends with uh, Asuka going for an ankle lock, but it's broken up by uh Sonia immediately into the ropes. Uh, Sonia gets some nice kicks in on Oscar who blocks one of the kicks and takes her down uh, and Oscar gets some kicks in of her own. Uh, Sonia decide steps a missile drop kick. Uh, she hits a spear on Oscar, covers the champ but only gets two. Diving knee follows, covers Oscar again only for two. They start triking striking, striking each other. Oscar uh, then starts delivering some really strong elbows, some palm strikes. Davila eats a knee to the face. A shining wizard, and Oscar slide uh, sliding drop kicks Mandy, who is uh, just ha- hanging around, uh, hanging around the ring on the outside like a like a little gnome. Like a, like a little gnome, she's hanging around there. She's like doing like little gnome things. You know, maybe she has a little tool belt to fix things. And she's like a little ring gnome. (laughs) Um, And here's the... And the thing... The weird thing here... uh, Mandy is holding the apron... The ring skirt, I should say. Like on... Like really on... uh, Way too much on the apron. And then Sonya's trying to get back in. And Sonya's foot is on the skirt... And Mandy pulls. (laughs) She pulls the skirt. Sonya trips. And it allows Asuka to get the Asuka lock in and win. But. (sighs) And that was really. That was really contrived. I mean that is some contrived shit right there. And I get what they're doing. You know, Sonia and Mandy Gnome, <laughs> you know, just a callback to what happened at Fast Lane with the tripping, which wasn't really elegant either, but it was much better done here than like, whoop, just pull the, whoop, right under your feet, whoop. It was really contrived. I don't like it. But now there's some dissent here and Mandy seems to have been blamed. You know, she seemed to be pissed at Sonya for losing, but it's clearly Mandy's fault. Yeah, just dump that dead weight, Sonya. She's holding you down. I'm going to tell you, I'm afraid as much as I love Sonya and I think she has incredible upside and how great she is. I'm afraid, terrified that she'll become a Dana Brooke. Not that there's anything wrong with Dana Brooke. It's just the way she's booked is what I mean. That's what's, uh... That's what's, uh, scaring me here a little bit. Uh, CM Phil. CM Phil is here. How you doing? He says Mandy is a terrible friend. Why does Stanya t- still team up with her? I have no idea. Um... Mandy treats Sonya like the like the shield treat Ambrose. That's Shane Shane Haas. Haas? Haas Haas? Haas? Or is it Haas? Like the is it not like the like the avocados, right? Haas? Oh. Like to say hello to TJ Funakoshi, Was a new face in the crowd here. Jamie Tannock here. The SmackDown Women's Champion has been reduced to an enhancement talent to build a feud between one of the only two established tag teams in the new tag women's tag divisions. Let's break them up. Makes sense. You're not entirely wrong. But then at the same time, you know, they, they wanted to go down this this path with Mandy and Sonya for a while now. Let's not rem, let's not forget at the Women's Royal Rumble at um, Evolution because of... It was an all-women's pay-per-view, so of course it's a women's, not a Royal Rumble. Let me start over again. Let's all remember at the Evolution pay-per-view <laughs> there was the Battle Royal there, and Sonya and and Mandy had some friction going on, uh, and then they they sort of set that friction aside because then they they needed tag teams, you know, to build in the division. But I know what you mean. Um, uh, I I know what you mean, uh, Jamie. The um, you know they were an established tag team, and they the t- they went the distance in the elimination chamber. So you know they it's weird because they did they did build them as a legitimate contender team contendership team to uh, to Sasha and Bailey, and now we're just like that's the sound of pulling a plug. Have you never heard a plug been pulled before? That's the sound it makes. At least in Canada, it does. My part of Canada, it does. <laughs> um, Anthony does point out I'm a fan of Mandy. She's improving drastically every week, and yes, she is. She is, you know, uh, oddball booking aside and all the uh, the ogling that. Um, uh, Corey Graves does when she arrives, uh, to the ring aside as well. She is improving. She's, uh, she's getting so much better. And here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, her finisher is a, um, a double underhook face buster. And I mean, that's, uh, that's, a you know, it's a tricky move to protect the other uh, person that's taking it. Because that other person is completely unprotected, if you if you mess it up, and she does it well, she does it really well, and her V triggers—that's right, I'm calling them V triggers. I'm not calling them pump knees. They're good. Uh, could someone uh, could someone mute Joe Anthony every time he talks about uh, whenever he talks trash about Canada, please? Thank you. Next, uh, and then we're immediately followed by a, a, a promo from the Iconics, who very clearly, like if it wasn't clear before, it's done now. Um, we uh, the Iconics call out uh, call out the Boston Hug Connection, Sasha and Bailey. In case you're not following, so that was very clear. Um. Oh, and Webby adds, "Hi, Webby. Didn't see you in the chat yet." says by the end of the year Mandy will be women's champ. I'll take that bet, Webby. I'll take that bet. Next, Beckworth Lynchington comes to the ring. That's her real name, by the way. That's her shoot shoot name. Her shoot name is Rebecca Quinn, but her shoot shoot name is Beckworth Lynchington. And suddenly, she no longer needs the crutch. Do you think that's scripted? You think that... Wow. Suspension of disbelief. Um, so she has a microphone and she says, the man is back on her two feet. And in the main event of WrestleMania, this is the match I set in motion. I, pick, I picked Ronda. Then Charlotte got... Sh- I got shoehorned into this. I had to earn my way to, into my match twice. I had Royal Rumble. Uh, so, and she says, and I played Ronda like a fiddle. I got Ronda Rousey so wound up she did my bidding. She doesn't care who she has to beat anymore at WrestleMania. She's reclaiming everything they tried to take from her to give to someone else. Speaking of whom... Charlotte comes out, congratulations, you're finally in my main event, I kind of like that, that's such a, such a shitty heel thing to say, and I was like, ooh, I liked it, congratulations, you're finally in my main event, and she says her resume speaks for itself, it is one thing to be hot for six months, but I've been hot for four years, and uh, Becky retorts to that, uh, she says, uh, "You know, you said you've been hot for all these years, but then the me- I come along, and women are men inventing WrestleMania. We didn't need a queen; we need the man. This was okay. This was okay. But the thing here, gals and guys." Now WWE managed to take, uh, just cool down their hottest angle and their hottest baby face and just like bring it back down to, well, we still like you. Don't get us wrong, Becky. We still like you. But I mean, it's not blazing hot like it was. Why? Well, because they made the whole thing so way too goddamn convoluted. And we didn't need, we don't need like two separate underdog baby face come from behind stories at the same time. Do it with Kofi, do it with Becky, but not both at the same time. And it's not even, not even that. Not even the fact that Becky's an underdog overcoming the odds story. Like she's an underdog trying to overcome the odds, but then the odds are overcome for her. She doesn't really have to do anything her suspension was lifted the, the charges were dropped and uh she didn't even she didn't even need she and she she won by disqualification to get into the wrestlemania match you like like it's very deflating because what you, you want your hero to succeed you want your hero to go forward and over the the injury angle man was it was it shouldn't have been the centerpiece of the whole thing. It should have been just enough. To create an aura of mistrust. And then Becky trying to deal with this mistrust. Like who can she trust? You could have a, That would have been much much more interesting. Than everything they did. The, the serpentine. Storytelling that they've been doing. But then I also think. And, and I, I believe I touched on this. And I don't want to get back into it. But I also really think that. The decision to turn Ronda was entirely in reaction to the Twitter feud from two weeks ago. And WWE listening to the crowd and like, well, we just got a spin her around here because otherwise, why would you add Charlotte into a triple threat? You had two trip Charlotte was added to the to the the main event thing because you had two baby faces finding each other. And Ronda was already getting a little more heat than she wanted from the crowd. Becky is was super over. So they, they figured, well, you know, we need a heel to draw some heat off of Ronda. So we'll just add in Charlotte because she's so good at it. Smart move. But the minute that she, that Ronda is turned heel, We don't need Charlotte anymore. And they should have turned Rhonda the minute, the minute she, she hit the ring and choked on the mic during her promo because everyone was chanting for Becky Lynch. And then when they saw that she was choking, the audience continued heckling her. That should have been the moment right there that they just like throw her out. It was, Anyway, I think, I think, chat, we're all in agreement that the entire Raw women's title situation leading into WrestleMania, the hottest, best angle that we had seen with the most organically over babyface that we have seen in a long time in WWE getting her due being put into the position that she deserves to i think we can all agree that it's it's kind of turned into a dumpster fire right now and it's such a crying shame now i have no doubt that the wrestlemania match is going to be excellent because you have uh, the workers in this match are all too solid just way too solid But boy, oy, 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 oy. you know, sometimes there is, there is, uh, there is such a thing as a little too much, too much, too late. Uh, let's see here. What are we talking about in chat? Um, CM Phil says uh, Becky owned Charlotte for most of two thousand eighteen, and she really stood out there and said, um, and said my main event. LOL, yeah, and that's an excellent point. You know, it's, this is some kind of uh, long-term booking. There's there's a really interesting story here to be told. Um, there's a really interesting story to be told about Charlotte and Becky, who, who, you know, who really is, you know, Becky really is, you know, if you want to push the flair comparison, Becky really is Charlotte's Ricky Steamboat at this point. Or her sting. Ah, but I like Ricky Steamboat more. I'm more of a Ricky Steamboat guy than a sting guy. So I'll say, I'll say Ricky Steamboat. Um, Robert Larry says, Is it me or is Charlotte's accomplishment accomplishment promo becoming stale or copy-paste? I still love Charlotte, but she needs to have better material. You know, she usually does have better material. Robert and I agree. I mean, these things aren't always on her, you know. But I mean, her delivery, man, man, I <laughs> I don't see any reason ever from this point on to ever turn Charlotte Flair babyface again. We deserve her. We deserve her as a heel. Um Jamie Tannock says Becky's WWE.com promo on Sunday was absolutely captivating. Good yes. Yes. I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh they should just let her do that on TV every week. She's majestic. When she is allowed to do her own, (laughs) when she's allowed to do her own promos, um, yeah, that's absolutely absolutely true. Everyone's talking about the NXT signings uh, that popped up. Stokely Hathaway, man. But this for another show. If you want to hear me talk about the new NXT signings, sign up to Fightful Select, five dollars a month. Come join me tomorrow evening at uh, right after NXT UK and I will most likely be talking about who's been uh, about these fantastic additions here so um, so there we go backstage we have Daniel Bryan and Rowan who are coming out of the McMahon office oh no the heels are conspiring And uh, Daniel Bryan is basically saying that he went to give Vince his honest feedback about Kofi Kingston. And Vince's response was to put he and Rowan in a match against Mustafa Ali and Kevin Owens. You know what? Turns out Kevin Owens was right. About Shane McMahon. <laughs> we were just too blind to see. but Kevin. And this is what's interesting. That we we have babyface Kevin Owens right now, and Shane McMahon is a heel. I during that whole program where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were uh, at odds with with Shane McMahon, they were right. And there's nothing better in wrestling than a heel who is right. And they were absolutely right. And look what we have here. Coincidence? Long-term booking? Coincidence or long-term booking? Coincidence. No one thought this out. I disagree. No, I retract that. If there's one guy who probably thought about it, it's Kevin Owens. he That's the kind of detail that he uh, he keeps in mind. Tag team match. Our truth and Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cianalmas and Samoan Joseph. Um, who were just beating the tar out of each other two nights ago? Now we have the baby faces on one side and the heels on the other. Excuse me. Andrade and our Truth uh, start this one off. Truth uh, actually assists Rey Mysterio with a Hurricane Rana, which uh, which is fun. Uh, Andrade set up for the six one nine, but Joe tags in. To uh to avoid the situation and pop up slams, Mysterio. Then we go to commercial. And back from commercial, Joe has uh Ray in his submission that's broken up by truth. Andrade comes in and uh does uh goes for the three amigo suplexes, but uh the final suplex is instead reversed into a Canadian destroyer. At least it wasn't exactly a Canadian destroyer, more like a sunset sunset flip power bomb, right? What'd you guys say? Um so uh, so yeah so that kept the third amigo from from hitting. Um Ray is trying to get the hot tag over to our uh, Truth and Zelina Vega that that spark plug. She, <laughs> she uh she's trying to keep um Trying to keep Ray from getting the hot tag uh, by holding onto his leg. But Carmella comes in and interferes. She's having none of those Vega shenanigans. Carmella just tosses her onto the floor. Truth finally gets the tag in, slams Andrade down and goes for the five-knuckle shuffle. Picks him up for an attitude adjustment, but Joe tags himself in. But he eats a heel kick by Truth. Truth and runs the ropes and he eats a super kick by Joe and a loud thud that, one, that connection was. Um, uh, Ray gets, bo- uh, Ray gets uh, Joe and Almas uh, up on uh, on the ropes and hits a double 619. Frog splash on Almas covers him, but Joe breaks it up by via senton, crushing both. Ray and Andrade goes for the Uranagi. that's rolled up by Ray for the win. And Joe is pissed. He is not happy. Oh, no, no. He is not happy at all. I should do a, I should do a, at some point, I'm going to do a stream with a French Canadian accent. Like talking in English. As if I was a French Canadian person talking in English with an accent. Oh, that would be fun. You, you guys are all gonna rage quit on me. <laughs> I'm I, I actually thinking about. It. I might actually do that. Um, so yeah, I think. You know what? This is all setting up a four, a fatal four way at WrestleMania. And I'm fine with that. Are you kidding me? You don't you guys want to see these four guys go nuts, go crazy? Joe Ray Andrade? And throwing our truth in there because man, he's had he has been a consistent bright spot for all the good reasons on SmackDown. Give him a wrestle a, a good old fashioned um good old fashioned WrestleMania moment. What what did I say that would be racist? Why would I say what did I say that would be racist? Everyone's calling me racist. Why? What'd I say? Because I do a le- talk... I am French Canada. I live in French Canada. It's nothing racist. If anything, it's some self-loathing. What's wrong with you people? I mean, it's not problematic. What are you people talking about? You people! <laughs> Just making fun of... I'm not making fun of some people I know. All right. <laughs> Chat, what's wrong with you people tonight? Webby says, I'm going to try and bring this back. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio at Mania would be fantastic. And you know what a singles match would be? That would be so, so good, but I really think we're getting a fatal four-way. Shane says, with a ladder? Sure. Sure, that's fantastic. I did not cut a you people promo. Cut that shit out. Mods, start banning everyone who says that I cut a you people promo. I'm not kidding. Or am I? No. Yes. Um, Mustafa Ali and uh, uh, Kevin Owens fought Rowan. And the WWE champion lost, uh, uh, no, Le Nouveau, Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan actually start this one off um, Kevin shoulder blocks um, uh, Kevin Owens shoulder blocks Bryan down Hits the senton Bryan gets um, uh, uh, Rowan in then uh, Rowan shoulder blocks Owens down <laughs> Hard But Owens Gurry's Rowan Tags Ali in Who jumps off the uh, top rope Rowan catches Ali but he evades any uh any disaster that may come from being caught by the big man. He kicks Rowan, goes for the rolling bulldog, but instead Rowan charges Ali down big time. Brian comes in and kicks um and, and starts kicking Mustafa Ali down. He headbutts him. Nice snap suplex by Brian as well. Covers him, but uh but instead of going full on pin, he. Transitions very, very seamlessly right into a submission. As we go to commercial, back from commercial, the hills, the hills, the hills are alive. The heels are in control of Mustafa Ali. Double under, double underhook superplex by Daniel Bryan on Mustafa made me pop. Uh, and the uh, label lock follows, but Ali reaches the bottom rope and uh forces the break. European uppercuts by Daniel Bryan follow, but uh, um, and Mustafa Ali gets popped up by Bryan, but as he comes down, Ali drop kicks the champ. Ali hits a backstabber, covers Daniel Bryan, but only gets two because Rowan breaks up the pin. Kevin, Owens has enough. He he goes after Rowan, and, uh, tries for a stunner attempt, but he and Ali instead hit double super kicks on Eric Rowan. Uh, Who rolls to the outside Owen Owens tries to take him out by uh, Running on the apron to do you know, probably a kick or a dive or a cannonball something something like that But he gets tripped up by Rowan instead Back in the ring There's a sequence of pin reversals between Ali and Daniel Bryan Bryan runs uh, to do the knees in the corner But instead eats an Ali back elbow Ali uh, Jumps off the uh, second turnbuckle, but guess who's there to catch him? It's Rowan and he's the legal man, and he hits the global palming on Ali for the win. Now, this is a shame because commentary called it. He said they said Rowan calls it the Iron Claw. It's a shame, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna call it the global palming if you're all right with that. And uh, so, so the heels win this one. Good job, heels. Ah. Uh. Yes, uh, I, you know, Anthony says, if you think I've turned heel tonight, give this video a thumbs up. But I haven't turned heel. I haven't said you people four times. The ch- chat is turning on me tonight. God damn it. I like it better when you talk about my nipples. Hmm. <laughs> oh man thank you all for being here nonetheless uh so out comes Vince this is how we're going to finish the evening here this is how we're finishing main event segment Vince McMahon comes to the ring and he says I'm here to give you what you want and I'm here to give Kofi Kingston what he wants. Now is he is, is that like a rib? Is that like a rib on Batista and, and and Triple H from last night because it felt like it it felt like a rib. <laughs> oh uh am <laughs> Oh chat. Chat, I'm sorry. I love... Oh my god. I I I've, I've created a monster tonight. So that's what happens. You know, they say, you know, to be a success, to be a successful streamer, open up a live chat and interact with your audience. Make them, you know, talk, talk to them, make them feel, uh, make them feel like they're part of the show. You're a little too much part of the show tonight. So, (laughs) um, so basically, um, they cut back to, uh, what happened, uh, at, uh, at Fastlane, um, and, um. And Vince says, you know, he gave Kofi the opportunity to compete, and Kofi failed. And Vince does this because these are teachable moments. And you know that's a Vince McMahon thing. You know, I do these things. I do these things because I consider them to be teachable moments. And you know, you know that that's something that he legitimately does. And you have people in production backstage going, yes, guy, yes, we know, we know these... We know exactly what he's talking about, but uh, as he starts talking about his teachable moments, the the new day interrupt, and they are in no mood to be positive tonight. No, they 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 beat the shit out of the out of the heels of the tag team division. There's no messing around tonight with Vince McMahon. You know what? This was actually a really fun promo. It's a, a fun final segment. Biggie says that you know with. with you know where he's done listening to what Vince has to say Vince says watch your mouth and Biggie says you know they never buck the system they never complain you know we do all the 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 PR tours He sent us to India last week and we never complain we always do what, what what we have to do and this man right here Kofi Kingston not Sean not Sean Ross Sapp, hanging off my my I, my my shelves there. <laughs> um, he says, "Kofi Kingston, right here. This man has been grinding for eleven years, and this man deserves more." Vince says, "This man doesn't deserve a damn thing. You don't deserve a damn thing, and you people don't deserve a damn thing." See, he's cutting the you people. And he says, I don't deserve anything. I created Raw. I created SmackDown. I created WrestleMania. And I don't deserve a damn thing either. And Biggie says, this is bigger than the new day and even bigger than your ego, Vince. And everyone goes, ooh. But Vince says, I don't think there's anything humanly possible bigger than my ego or something like that. Uh, Xavier Woods continues and says, Kofi defeated WWE champions, but never got his due. Biggie says the, the WWE Universe has one demand to give Kofi a chance to compete for the WWE Championship. And Vince says he's a pretty good judge of talent. And now he's talking to Kofi here. He says, if you were worthy of being in a championship match, it would have happened a long time ago. You're an, and I love this line. You're an extraordinary representative of our product. Guys, gals, if there isn't a more corporate experience uh, uh, underhanded, semi compliment than that, I it was wow, wow. Um, uh, your uh, uh, he says, let's face it, Vince does. You'll be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, uh, issue here. You'll be in the Hall of Fame, Kofi, one day, but not on your own, as part of the New Day. I find that weirdly condescending when, in the class of, of Hall of Famers that you're inducting this year, you've got four people in one group who are being inducted. Uh, four people in a, in a five, six-person group who are being inducted as a group, and everyone's like, "Well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't go in there if they wouldn't, wouldn't be a part of that group." It's odd that it's being used here as sympathy material for Kofi. Like, how are we supposed to feel about x or Billy Gunn or Roda and China? Right? I, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it was on purpose. I don't know if they thought it was a good idea, but I didn't think it was a good idea. Um... So he says, you know, and at your age, you're smart, you have these two young bucks who do all the work and you take all the glory, and no, I don't think that's an AEW reference. Uh you're not championship material. He says Daniel Bryan when he came to talk to me earlier hit it on the mark. Kofi's awesome, but he's a good B+ player. Now JPQ, are you are, are you in the chat right now, JPQ? Vince McMahon used the expression, "He's a good B plus player." Referend- now, I would like to hearken back to you, John, to our uh, to our New Japan Cup stream that we did last evening, where you referred to Juice Robinson and you used the exact term. Use the exact term. He's a good B plus player. You used that exactly, John. John. Mr. McMahon, the heel, is calling people good B plus players. It is without a shadow of a doubt confirmed. You, John, you're the heel. <laughs> you should go check out that stream, by the way, it was a lot of fun. Over uh, youtube.com/slash mark to death. Um, and then Kofi. Finally opens up and starts talking. He says, Mr. McMahon, I'm not asking for a handout. 11 years ago, I was a kid with a dream. My life is blessed. I would like to think that at some point over this period that I have proven many, many times that I am worthy. But you don't see it that way. But I've been here. I've been busting my ass. Do you know I've never been trick-or-treating with my kids? That's kind of sad. That kind of breaks my heart. I wasn't there when, when my kid lost his first tooth a couple of days ago. I never complain about the people that you put in front of me. And I'm not going to start complaining now. I Right now, I want you to tell me what I need to do so that I can do it. And now comes Randy Orton. <gasps> he has to defeat Randy Orton to do it. Wame. Then Vince McMahon says, you have to beat that man. But then Samoa Joe comes out. It's like, oh. Vince McMahon says, and you have to beat that man. Wait, what? And then the bar come out. And you have to beat those men as well. It's like, oh. And then Rowan comes out. And you have to beat that man as well. In a gauntlet match. Which will happen next week. Then all the heels hit the ring, but the baby faces stay in control. And that's how we end the evening. Now, I kind of feel this is overkill because we had we had the Kofi Kingston Gauntlet story before uh, Elimination Chamber, and this just feels excessive, it doesn't feel necessary. And I don't think it adds really to the plucky underdog story here. Overcoming the, the obstacles. It's just like... Yeah. It's just a little too much at this point. Because we've had... We had... We had the gauntlet. We had Kofi overcoming. And just falling short. It, will he fall short next week? Of course he won't. I mean, now, now it's just way too telegraphed. You know, it could have been like in another handicap match. It could have been, but it, it just, it just feels like too much. It just feels like too much. And you, you know, it's going to go the whole way because they wouldn't have announced all the competitors. Because let's say he starts against Randy Orton, then he goes over Orton, and he goes over Samoa Joe, uh, and then he loses to the Bar. Well then we'll never get to see Rowan because the Gauntlet match stops, because it'll stop once Kofi is pinned, right? I dunno. It's it, it, they 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 really, really like to lay it on think thick, excuse me. They really like to add so many layers to it when it could be just so simple. Have Kofi win a high stakes match. And we'll, you know, it'll be just as interesting. It'll be just as good. What are you guys thinking, Chad? What are we talking about here? Are we talking, hopefully we're talking about something related to the to SmackDown tonight. CM um, <clears throat> Phil says, during Kofi's promos, I remember how... Many people tried to tell me he wasn't a good talker to explain why he was never pushed. I Yeah, that's a pretty good observation. Joe Anthony says, all the segment was missing at the end was a dun, dun, dun. Uh, they should have just announced, uh, Jay King here says, they uh, should have just announced the title match tonight for Mania unless Joe and Norton go away and focus on their programs for Mania. I agree. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. There's a lot of potential for cluster fucking next week. isn't there though? But I mean, you know Orton in the match, you know, maybe AJ is gonna get involved. Um, you know, Joe has three other guys breathing down his neck. Who knows what's going on with the bar. Jamie says uh, Kofi's first gauntlet match, first gauntlet match worked because we didn't expect him to go for an hour. Now we know he's going to win. He's, they're going back to the well. They're going to uh, they're going to Becky Lynch this now too. I mean, I like I like the angle so far. I really the gauntlet match just is overkill. It's just really really overkill. They just really need to give him the match because at this point we're all expecting it. Unless they do pull a swerve and they don't give us the match, so there we have it, folks. Full kits. that's another edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show that we are going to wrap up. You know, overall, uh, it was an okay episode of uh, of SmackDown. But, you know what they have to do is what they have to do at this point for WrestleMania is what exactly what they did tonight. They just have to get the ball rolling on these storylines, and it just has to keep going. I thought they did a pretty good job overall. I thought they did. Um, I thought they, they, they. I thought they did well. Wasn't the most exciting episode of SmackDown, but it wasn't bad either. So, uh, if anyone wants to take a screenshot of the Warren board right now, go right ahead because I am erasing this immediately after the show (laughs) thank you everyone tonight for joining live that was it was fun tonight it was it it was fun i love my chat i love the people who come hang out here uh and i feel like everyone enjoys each other's presence as well a lot of returning faces some new faces here tonight dolphin ziggler just saw you come in i don't know if you if you had been in earlier but uh, i salute you uh thank you everyone for for popping in Uh, Don't forget to uh, come and join me tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com for my NXT 205 Live uh, NXT UK recap show because that's always a lot of fun. And uh, Thursday for the New Japan Cup bracketology over on uh, YouTube.com slash death with Anthony Suter and JPQ. So guys, once again, thank you so much for joining me this evening and I will see you.